Welcome to the podcast. We talk about all the things that are hidden in the shadows. This is Isaac. And this is Megan. Uh, and this is a follow-up to the last episode where uh, we went on a very long haunted update. Yeah. Uh, if we sound a little funny, it's because we are having to do this to one mic since our other mic cable wanted to kaput. I think it has a lot to do with like maybe the subject to- topic that we're talking about because I'm going to share something that I theorized and got a download about today. That is kind of crazy. Like it, it, it makes a lot of sense, and it kind of makes you go like, "Whoa!" So yeah. So uh, basically, going to do a small haunted update, but but the episode is mostly going to be about energies and how it it works, and almost looking at a scientific view, and also um, more how we learn how energy itself works with supernatural and the paranormal, and of course with our own abilities as well. But your discovery. That you recently did through one of your downloads is not, I'd say earth shattering, but it is, it does bring a lot of questions and it does explain a lot of stuff of how we understand the history of a certain, say, uh, character from, uh, the paranormal. Yes. So, okay. Let me go with that. So, okay. Um, so I do a lot of thinking about atonement. I don't know why it's just. Something that is always like stuck in my brain to kind of like look more into like why are spirits stuck here um, during the human experience? Like what it, you know, how people are atoning to. Um, and, you know, everybody obviously has something different in their human experience. And so you have some people that during their human experience, they don't either, you know, they, they don't atone for guilt they don't atone for um sadness or healing that they feel and um so uh, sorry <laughs> okay so every time i tell this download it gets like harder and harder for some reason it just is like it, something is stopping me from saying it to a lot of people and um anyways so um, basically when you die, you sever the cord from your vessel, right? And whether you believe you go to heaven, whether you believe you go to another dimension, whether it's Vanhalla, whether it's, you know, anywhere, basically you go somewhere else. Um, there's these things that I call, well, I don't, this is what I was told that they were called is called shifters. And when you make that transition from your vessel to ascend, they can block you, especially if you have atonement um, left here on Earth. Like, for instance, um, there's a show called Merlin. I have talked about it before, but this resonated so much with me when I watched it. And it was um, the guy, Arthur, right? They raided a village and caused a little boy to die. I forgot how he died, but he died. Basically, Arthur had the guilt killing the, having the, to kill the kid that he had the guilt. And so the spirit kid was trapped because not only did Arthur have the guilt and had to heal from that and had to atone for what he did. The little boy was obviously upset and grieved that he got killed young and, you know, had to watch his village burn down and all that type of stuff. So, um, it wasn't until Arthur atoned for what he did that the boy was able to cross over. So 
after seeing that, that had me think a lot of these locations, is that the case? Is that the case that some of these people, like, however they died, someone had to atone for their death? And if they don't, like, repent or feel any kind of remorse or heal from their death, maybe, that they're stuck. Well, these shifters, um, they kind of look like the, what are they called? Dementors. Dementors. Oh, Sorry. Yeah, I know. I'm not a Harry Potter. Uncultured. <laughs> no, I'm not a Harry Potter fan. Well, I mean, I've watched some of them, but um, funny enough. Anyways, so they look like the- those, right? And I'm still unsure, but when Isaac pulls certain... I've seen them at locations, and a great example of this is... I know you've heard us talk about the web library. Something was trapping a lot of the entities there. And so once Isaac pulled and got rid of the three shadow things, which I now know them to be shifters, they were able to cross. And basically, the shifters keep the entities that are trapped there silent and... um. Okay, I feel very weird. Um, silent and trapped there. Um, because uh, we've been at locations where it wasn't until Isaac pulled these shadowy things that the entities were able to talk and able to cross and able to do all that. Like I've seen it multiple times. So I think when you have things like an insane, like, at a, okay, think of it like you think of places where there's a lot of violence, a lot of brutality, like war. Uh, places, battlefields, even asylums, those doctors never paid for what they did to the patients. They continue to live life. So until those doctors do some sort of remorsing or healing, those souls are going to kind of be stuck there unless they get their story heard. And these shifters, these shifters um, prevent that from going and basically feed on the trapped souls. And, um, I'm not a hundred percent like, like what they are. Like, cause if we get it, I've got like two kind of different answers. Um, I gotta research more about this, but I've gotten that, um, that the, the, the shifters are basically somebody that doesn't want to atone for what they did, doesn't feel like they did anything wrong, and honestly does not have a pure heart and is not remorseful whatsoever. And is like, you know, freak you. I don't have to remorse for anything. I don't have to do this, do that. And basically their soul turns black and eventually become these things. And so I don't know 100% if that's correct. That's just kind of like an answer of a fondling with. Um, but it kind of makes sense for the Grim Reaper. So the Grim Reaper, you know, is supposed to be an omen of death and everything. Um, but what if what people are seeing as the Grim Reaper is really, in fact, these shifters because i could tell you from personal experience i know somebody very close to me who sorry guys sorry like i'm i'm being prevented from talking about this okay um so i knew i know somebody that one of their siblings died of a drug overdose and right before they died or not drug overdose was like it was something caused by drug um and he unfortunately didn't atone for a lot of stuff that he did in the physical life and um so right before he died he would he kept seeing these shadowy things that look like a shifter or demeanor or whatever we call dementor dementor sorry i got harry potter did you watch the movies 
Yeah, I watched the. <laughs> I didn't watch Prisoner of Azkaban. Oh, yeah. But uh, he, the whole concept, how you explained it, everything like that, it's like what they look like, right? Mm-hmm. Shattery mystery things that almost have the imagery of death. And how you explain them and stuff like that, it just, it made me think of the fact that, well, the theory anyway, that what if people who are about to pass and these shifter things are around because they know that this person can be stuck here or be left behind because they have something to atone for. They have unfinished business per se. And they know that these, uh, these spirits are going to be stuck here because they have things to atone for. But while they're here to prevent them from reaching atonement, from communicating with anybody or even crossing over, these shifters are around to absorb that energy from people and keep those spirits trapped. Um, and they also give off the imagery of death, the fam- famous imagery of the Grim Reaper. So people have always seen that hooded dark figure with a skeletal hand and stuff like that. And they, they automatically have created a character of the Grim Reaper of how it looks and stuff like that from seeing the shift. And I had that idea and I was like, well, it actually makes a lot of sense when you think about it of how something a long time ago could be mistaken for something and there's folklore behind it for that mistake. Yeah. Yeah. And I think the thing going forward, I'm going to test at locations online and I'm aware of this is like if, if that's what I see at a location and if when Isaac removes them, if because they are dark, they're dark in nature. It's not that they're um, I also got a slight download. Uh, I don't know. I have to reach out to some like demonologist about this to see um, 100% and other psychics to see about this. But I also got about how everything is balanced, even like with energy, everything is balanced. And how you have elementals that are good, that are of the earth, right? Demons are, are also of the earth. Like, people think that they're maybe from another dimension. Um, I, as I'm getting downloads and stuff like that, I'm starting to think that they're of the earth. And demons, I'm not per se talking about Lucifer himself. And, uh, because when I see low, whether they're like lower level, I, I haven't seen any like high tier demons, but like lower, um, level ones. They always look like gargoyles, like they're made of stone. I've seen ones that look like ancient, like black and stained wood. I've also seen ones that look like charcoal with lava. And that is obviously of the earth, just like a darker tone of the earth. You know what I mean? You have elementals that are light and, you know, trees and stuff like that. And why can't the other side be? There has to be, everything has a dark and light. And so, obviously, if there's light, there's going to be dark somewhere. So... Is that where you went? Huh? Where are you on this? I was just saying it was part of the download. Oh, okay. I think you could see you talk about demonologists and get in touch with them. No, I have to get in touch with them because I'm curious, like, more on that. Like, is that not true? Because, I mean, it's a download. It's No. But you know what I mean? Like, more of that. Like, I feel like the best way to describe it is I feel like I know de- demons aren't physical. Like, for instance, those things are very... Okay, here, here... Okay, talk about energy. When I see those things, those shifters... They're, they're, like you say, sand. No, smoke. smoke. And when I see anything demonic or way darker in nature, it's sand. sand. And that's exactly the energy. The energy for me is always, like when I see somebody that is like dark natured or oppressed or anything like that, it's always chaotic energy. And it's... Even though, like, when I look at demons, there are the lower ones that I have seen. They're not, um, they're not chaotic. But if a human person is oppressed by one, then that's when the energy becomes chaotic. Mm. But they're very heavy, obviously, like sand, like stone, like lava, like ash. Get it? Yeah. No, just, <laughs> um, I was just thinking of myself, like, elements of the earth and stuff like that. Of, of that. Anyway, to move on with, uh, 
today's episode and stuff like that. Uh, we just wanted to get that out there because it's like a new discovery of ours. And it's a theory. I mean, there's a lot, a lot of proof behind what we, we, what Megan got as a download and stuff like that. But it does make it a good, uh, concept of idea that could something be mistaken for what it actually is and just a folklore is created behind a mistake. It's been done before. So, but, uh, on to the today's episode of energies and essentially how energy works and what, what we know so far with the paranormal. Now, it's been said, um, forever now, or at least a theory is that, uh, ghost human spirits, um, even a dark side of energy, uh, dark side of spirit and stuff like that are made up of, or at least give off electromagnetic radiation or energy. Um, and electromagnetic energy comes in different forms, but the electromagnetic radiation that's detected by an EMF detector, the electromagnetic field detectors, um, are used, uh, for, uh, investigating. Now, the original theory of why EMF detectors were even used at a haunted location is because EMF, or, or sorry, um, electromagnetic radiation can cause hallucinations with people at Los Pula. Oh my god. Sorry, I'm trying to get too many words out at once. And my brain's like, stop, stop. Let me slow down. Anyway. So the reason why EMF detectors were used at haunted locations is because the belief that uh, electromagnetic radiation was given off, uh, basically, I guess, radiation in a sense like that that was making people hallucinate, see things, feel things, stuff like that. So um, an uh, investigator would use an EMF detector to make sure that there was no high amounts of electromagnetic radiation just to disprove that, okay, you're not actually seeing anything that's actually really haunted. This is just you know, electromagnetic radiation that you're it's affecting you guys. And electromagnetic radiation can ha- happen different ways in the sense that um, it can be emitted through faulty wiring, um, maybe underground wire and stuff like that, even natural of electric um, magnets in the uh, the ground and stuff like that. So it was too much metal, uh, like say hematite or any other kind of form of metals that are magnetic that are too concentrated in one spot can get out, give off electromagnetic radiation. So that's what EMF detectors started, I guess, be added to an investigator's repertoire. And they found now through using them in investigations that if a spirit is nearby uh the meter will go off and we actually tested it now you got those low grade um emf detectors with like the green and red light right and then the higher the red light the stronger the entity is near you and why i honestly put more stock into the idea that spirits are made up of electromagnetic radiation is a sense that an emf detector if around my hands when i do a pull uh will make it go off so the energy that I absorb through my ability is based in electric magnetic absorption or radiation. So that's why I, I, um, I guess I put more belief into it that it is, but there is no actual 100% proof that say that ghosts are made of electromagnetic energy. Yeah. I don't know what your thoughts on that? No, I mean, I, I'm, I obviously think they are. Um, well, I think when you think about it, everything gives off energy. Like, I mean, oh, that's what I think anyways. Like when you walk into, I mean, a person gives off energy. Like that's what I feel is the energy. I'm able to read the energy of a person, a place, a thing, you know? Well, that's, that's the, my second Well, when it comes to, that's the science essentially behind it. Well, we all know if you took chemistry or, or any kind of form of science class to your high school years, right? You learned that, you know, electro, electrodes, protons, neutrons, how everything works and the quantum scale and the subatomic scale and all that stuff and how we learn about energy and, and how certain positively charged atoms versus negatively charged atoms can affect. That's why we get magnets that have negative and positive charges and repel each other, right? And we, as humans, uh, can have, we actually technically have electricity running through our bodies that's what makes our brains work right i don't know if you knew that i didn't really know that until like maybe 10 years ago really 
was like, I knew that in high school, but I didn't actually know it to the extent. But then again, whatever. Um, but that put more effort into the idea of how do psychics work and things like that. And when it comes to energy and how energy works with the paranormal, um, I feel, well, you probably know this as well, but like psychics, I think have a, uh, a more of a tuneness to that energy. Like your bodies have a natural um, connection. Hence why you can focus in on it. Yeah, that makes sense. Cause like when I go to, well, not even when I go to a location and feel like the dead, but like, um, the living even like like a great example is when i go to the grocery store and i'm around a lot of people and i'm feeling a lot of different energies it can be overwhelming i don't know if anybody that's sensitive and empath or have psychic medium abilities it could be a lot and um a lot of people say they have anxiety, but I think that's, I mean, it could be anxiety, but I feel like a lot of people that have abilities have that problem is it's too much energy. It's like an energy overload. And I honestly think that's why I get those migraine spells is sometimes I get overloaded with energy because for me, how I like am able to, like I could look at a picture on Facebook and get energy vibes from somebody. And I have to learn to control. See, like for me, my abilities is when you, when I think about it, it's like really is energy based because like I'm reading the energies that just came to me. Like I did, like I was like, oh, I don't have any energy abilities really. Well, I have new ones, but like I haven't had energy abilities in the past. But when you think about it, essentially that's what I'm doing is reading energies. And then whatever the energy that I get, it's, it's, I'm able to capitalize on that. Like, uh, like if a person is a hateful person, I'll get like an, like almost like an, an energizing reaction to it. Like, you know, like, Hey, get away from it. Get, 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 you know? Well, most people, mm-hmm. uh, they always say we have our five senses, but it's not really a hundred percent true. We only have five. We have a lot more than that, but, um, they always said there's a sixth sense, a sixth sense of present and that you're technically sensing the presence of somebody else. Yeah. Um, and I know most people don't believe in the idea of a soul. Um, when it comes to things like that, but your essence of who you are, your energy that that's within your own vessel, that's what generates out. That's what most people can feel. And that's if your emotion can project uh, onto other people. Since if you're pissed off, you'll project that energy out of yourself to enough people around you that they'll get frustrated too or you might do something. And then if you come across someone who's like high spirited and they kind of counteract you, it, it just goes that way. But I always feel like humans of how we work almost with our own energy and stuff like that is is far more understudied than it, it should be. And that's why I always say like my, my hope in the future is that the paranormal and gets studied is just as much as any other form of science because that would happen a lot with figuring out new discoveries of, of you viewing uh, the paranormal stuff like that. But um, we've you've experienced you know a sense of, of feelings when it comes to another person around you and connections and stuff like that. Most people based on pheromones and other things like that, that nature. But um, when it comes to certain things as when it comes to being a psychic, how you can get a read of someone, how you can get to get a sense of uh, empathic emotion of, you know, a feeling and stuff like that. Um, hell, um, you're kind of talking, you're technically, I don't say anything with spirit guides has to do with the energy thing. But uh, it does have that connection of, of the energy based in the supernatural. But I think this is where we should start talking about energy manipulation abilities. Yes. Um, and how when you start looking more into it, granted a psychic empathic ability, intuition, uh, premonition, uh, clairvoyance, clairaudience, all those bases are almost in the mind, right? Mm-hmm. But my ability, your newly ability, mm-hmm. hell, even Mike's uh, ability of the same nature, um, 
is all man- energy manipulated abilities. Now, of course, we have some other psychics who have um, energy manipulation abilities as well, but that's on the top of their other abilities that they can do as well. Yeah. So when we start looking into the idea of energy manipulation abilities, you're looking at something that's not so much of a psychic as a mental, your mind, as more as the outside of the physical. Yeah. It's yeah. like, because I feel like a lot of psychics, a lot of their stuff is internal. But, like, for instance, um, there's something called shielding, and I feel like that is, you know, like, obviously more of a physical thing. You're shielding yourself. You're emitting the, the white light, in a sense. Um, so, real quick, I know I kind of, like, hint at it, at it the last couple of episodes, and then, um, so I did, like, I hate to say an upgrade, like, it feels, like, weird, but my abilities moved kind of, like, forward to the next level, and I don't suck things like Isaac does. Like, okay, that sounds wrong. Why do you say it like that? Uh, okay. But, like, you know how, like, he takes things, I push things. I like to use the word absorb. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah, sucks on that. Sorry. I have a Ghostbuster gun. <laughs> Yeah. Um, but I push energy out, if that makes sense. So, for instance, if I have, like, something dark coming towards me and I want it to, hey, you need to back up kind of thing, I'm able to push out. I don't even know how to explain it. I, maybe I'll post the pictures of what it feels like so you guys kind of get my perspective. But it's like energy just emitted, emitting from my hands. And the crazy thing is, is, like... My arms and my hands will start charging. And if I don't do anything to push the energy out, um, it feels like I just worked out. Like a, a good example of this is when we went to a cemetery. I think I, we talked about it a couple haunted updates ago. Um, it was established in 1780. A lot of the graves, like the tombstones were moved. A lot of the graves were moved. Um, but as soon as I stepped on there, like I could feel the energy in my legs. Like I felt like I had been working them out for hours and I couldn't even walk. Like even, uh, Mike turned around and was like, are you okay? I was like, I can't lift my legs. Like, I don't know what is going on. And so eventually when I grounded myself and I kind of relaxed, I was able to emit the energy and release energy but if i see something dark in nature or something very very powerful type of situation my arms will start charging um it happens a lot like i have to watch with what i look at because on my phone like obviously i'm on tiktok and facebook and stuff like that and my arms will start charging like my hand that's holding the phone will start charging and so um there's a lot i have to kind of like harness and like learn about the whole energy manipulation um during the whole haunted update i don't know if i specifically went into it or not i can't even remember to be honest um but while isaac was pushing or not pushing sorry i was pushing was like pulling the entity i was pushing basically preventing it from running and um so that is like part of my ability now. If something comes at me, I can push it back. If I don't, if I want something like, you know, like, hey, leave me alone right now kind of thing, I could push it back. Um, That's right. Explain to someone is like, you're the shield to my sword. Yeah, essentially. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I'm trying to think if it ever like hurt me to physically, um, I feel like burning sensations sometimes, um, especially when I start charging, um, it can actually be painful. Like if I don't do something about it it's almost like it's saying megan you know like you have these powers use it you know like my guides i hear that all the time so because i'm like i don't know what i'm doing and then they're just like just 
do it. You know, like the, what was that meme or that? Oh, Shia LaBeouf meme. Yeah. Do, do it. it. Do it. Like, just do it. Like, am I supposed to push? I don't know. And then, like, just do it. And so, you know, and I can actually find entities with my hands now. So that's kind of interesting. Which, I know this, is, this all seems far-fetched when, <laughs> when you listen to it. Um, but it's, it's an, it's an idea that I guess I've been trying to understand, uh, when it comes to the Shadow Walker ability and things like that. Well, more more grounded idea of energy manipulation. Now, I don't know if that's been fully discussed among psychics and stuff like that. Uh, I know it's it's not on top of the list of psychic abilities that most are talked about. I mean, granted, every time you hear about a psychic, you hear, oh, can you talk to the dead? Or can you, do you know the future? Or stuff like that. Those are like the basic ones when it comes to every psychic. So when you hear something like energy manipulation, it's just like, what? Um, but that's essentially what... I'm doing. I'm manipulating energy. And I always tell people the most scientific way that I can explain my ability is the sense that I'm absorbing and manipulating electromagnetic energy if that is what spirits are made of, electromagnetic radiation or energy whatsoever. Um, but the actual measurement of what spirits are made of is yet to be determined. So we're just guessing with it right now. And I guess that's what the, the, the uh, term we're going to use for now. Uh, to move on because I, I can't make up a word for what goes to man. Um, but in a sense that it's one thing is strange. I think I remember I told you this the other day. I get guess more belief on the idea of what is going on with the, my hands sometimes. Um, is that what I, my main job is, of course, you know, I've talked about it before. I'm the guy that's in your house when you don't pay your bills on time. But sometimes because I'm you know, I get asked to deliver stuff um, when one of the delivery guys is out for a day or something. So I was out with the guy, um, my partner at the time, and uh, he he knows briefly about what what I do, the investigating and stuff like that. Uh, I think I talked to him briefly about my ability and stuff like that. He is one hundred percent believe, but that's his whole belief on the paranormal to begin with. But we were out, of, uh, we were out delivering, and one of our stops, uh, I felt something charge my hand. And I remember in mid conversation with us talking because we stopped and we were about to leave, and I remember he's filling out paperwork or something. And we were talking. I stopped talking. I, I looked towards where I'm feeling this uh, whatever entity charge my hand, my right hand, mind you. And he's like, what's going on? I was like, oh, I feel something. He's like, you feel something over there? I'm like, yeah. He's like looking, trying to see. I'm like, you're not, you're not going to see it. It's not, it doesn't work like that. And it got close enough for me to pull. And I pulled it. And granted, it was smoke. It didn't, didn't take long. And I had it. And he was like, what was that buzzing sound? I'm like, what are you talking about? He's like, like buzzing, like, 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 like when you hear a light bulb turn on or something. I'm like, what? He's like, yeah, I heard like buzzing, like, 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 like electricity buzzing when you're, you're doing that with your hand. Like when I was pulling, it's like whatever you call it, and I'm like, that's strange. But then again, I thought about it. He was the first person that I did, I would say, I did a pull in front of that wasn't a psychic or wasn't attuned to the supernatural. And I say attuned, I mean like someone who's done multiple investigations, who's who's been around spirits a lot, and kind of like has almost like their body is attuned essentially to the paranormal. Um, he's not one of those people, nor is he a psychic. So him hearing technically my ability sounds like electricity to him. Which is extremely interesting when I think about it. But then again, I don't have any uh, definitive proof on that. And so I experiment more in front of other people who are not psychic and who are not, um, we call it, attuned to the supernatural. Yeah. Which I thought that was super interesting because um, the fact that they actually, or he actually heard the buzzing. Yeah. Like I never, no, no one's ever said they've heard buzzing before, like like a light bulb, like when electricity you hear flowing through a light bulb. Then again, some people can't hear the sound of like lights on. Well, like, I guess, because I've never actually like, I guess, 
analyzed, <laughs> um, analyze like what it is that I hear like when you pull, but the best way to describe it or like what I hear is like, you know, like when something almost gets sucked through a vacuum, like <laughs> that's what it feels. That's what it sounds like. Believe it or not. <laughs> You're not you're not helping with the whole sucking thing. <laughs> Sorry, that's what it sounds like. It's like no, it's I, like I want to hear that every single time. <laughs> I want to hear that in my head. <laughs> um, I don't hear that. Like I don't hear. I guess maybe it's my I don't hear anything. Like when when I don't hear like, any the entity like yelling or anything like that or like anything like that. Maybe like I just subconsciously tone it out i don't know but, but I mean, that's what i hear yeah because when it comes to energy manipulation abilities like you're you project energy essentially out of yourself to propel dark energy as i.e a demon or any dark entity that's on the um, negative spectrum you would say yes um mike the other psychic on our team kind of emits it from him internally like it'll be all around him like he'll flex it from himself you it seems to be the focus from your hands like myself yeah which uh, the more we uh, look into this, the more we find people that have energy manipulation abilities when it comes to their psychic abilities. It all seems to be different. There's nothing ever seems the same. Uh, the only other person, the other psychic that we met, she emits it from one of her hands, but it's almost like a, a single pulse, not a continuous wave. Um, and the other woman uh, who originally coined the phrase Shadow Walker, Jane, uh, who's friends with PETA over there, Eternal Sisters Paranormal. Yeah. Um, Which they both have really awesome channels if you um like want to check them out yeah but uh she's saying that her energy manipulability uh ema i think so i was trying to think of a, a, a so i keep saying the whole phrase over yeah I think so. yeah. EMA. Uh, yeah uh her ema essentially uh if she absorbs uh light uh entities with her left and transfers them to the side she doesn't do anything dark or anything like that it all seems to be different like i said um but the more we learn about ema mm-hmm. emas out there um, the more it make, makes sense is that it's more physical based than it is uh, mental. Yes. Because um, you feel it physically as averse of hearing in your head or feeling like emotion. Yeah. Like emotion I always feel is triggered to the essence of yourself. As this ability, like I've told people, they've asked, is like, can you hear them? Can you see people? Like, no, I, I, this is technically all I can do. So when it comes to an EMA um, like mine, um, it will only be physical. Mm-hmm. So that's what uh, I was kind of theorizing on. And especially with, with um, the guy I worked with, he said he heard electricity. It puts more, more, I guess, I want to say more proof, or at least more, uh, I need to do more studying, essentially, on the idea of how my EMA works with electricity and energy and how it will create and generate that sound. Yeah. That's that's very interesting. Although it puts one more a puzzle in my head to solve. But only a piece of it. Yeah. But it just, I know it, it feels almost repetitive when you hear us talk about these abilities over and over again. And I'm not promising we're never going to talk about them again. <laughs> but, I mean, there is something part of our life and stuff like that. And I, I yeah. But, um, but it's just, I always thought this, I mean, granted, this is the last episode of 2021. Mm-hmm. Um, and <laughs> not to go over the bang and things like that, but to talk about this very theorized ability of how EMAs work and how we, more technically on the forefront of it when it comes to psychic. No, it makes sense. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. So, I know we said we were taking a break. Uh, well, I did. Because I was <laughs> going through some stuff. Um, but, uh, yeah. So, we had this last couple episodes that we thought we'd get out before um, the end of the year. 
and, you know, like not put a lot of pressure behind it, that kind of thing. So, but we do have a lot of jam-packed episodes for the beginning part of the year. And the first one is on Dolores Cannon. Yes, and also more interviews uh, with different people. So people have been on the episodes before uh, or previous interviews and then some that we've had uh, on Paranormal Roundtables. Um, some that we wanted to interview for a long time, but just never had the time. Um, but we're finally getting around to get those interviews in. Uh, so we have more content when it comes to that, especially with interviews. Yes, definitely. So we have a lot of cool stuff. Um, coming, coming in 2022. Yeah. And I'm not going to say anything about it now because I, I want to wait for January 1st to say anything about it. But there is going to be smaller podcasts coming to our Instagram TV. It's going to be in like a podcast form, but you're going to be able to like listen to it from our IGTV and on the Instagram. Yeah. So you'll find out more about that January 1st. So we uh, hope you guys had a good Christmas. Yes. Yes. Um, and look forward to hearing you and seeing you in the new year. Yes. Yes. Uh, we'll promise uh, put more effort, I guess. In that. It's not effort. It's just, you know, finding the time. Not finding time, yeah, because we're investigators' parents. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but at least put more effort into you in the sense of, of getting more content to you because um, we know our dedicated listeners always always want more. Yes. Yeah. Yes. You know who you are. Yes. Yeah. Um, and hopefully get some, finally get the Burly Man Bottom Bell shirt out. I know. We've been talking about it. We've been talking about it for the last two years. Yeah. So hopefully get it out soon. Um, but yeah. So, like always, we'll catch your widows in next year. Yeah.